Hi, Aaron. Wasn't that a festive theme? It was a festive theme. How are you, Mark? Well, I'm acceptable. Very good. It's, you know, it's it's very nearly Advent, which to the rest of the world means Christmas. <laughs> That's right. You know, I was, uh, I was uh, chatting with my priest the other day, one of our priests at, at church, and uh, he was talking to me. He said, uh, he said, you know, we were having this conversation, and, and he said, you know, Jesus... You know, works with the with the, the 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 sick, the friendless, and the needy, and he, you know he takes the 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 lowest part of society and he and he lifts them up. You know what society regards as the lowest. He Jesus likes to work from the bottom up. He said, and I said, the Lord and I have something in common. And he stops, <laughs> and suddenly I remember where I'm at. <laughs> <laughs> and did he did and he look who at I'm you talking and, to did, did he for just a moment look at you and say Aaron why do you always make it awkward <laughs> <laughs> I'm pretty sure my name wound up in the mass <laughs> <laughs> Ooh, yeah. boy yeah, yeah. That's, that's a little blushful yeah a little bit a little bit <laughs> that's good times yeah. though yeah. yeah those are those are times with your priest Albert you know here's the deal he probably looks over his you know, his flock. It's like, ah, very vaguely know that guy's, I think that guy's Greg. Looks over there, ah, oh, you know, there's Susie and, and, you know, Steven. Oh, that's Aaron. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, I know <laughs> that's, that's definitely Aaron. Not real sure on his wife's name. She hasn't said anything totally inappropriate to me, but, but yep. that is Aaron. Yeah, yeah. Aaron, got that guy. Yeah, yeah. Well, so. we are doing a very special episode of uh, three beers and a scotch, which actually defies the name. It does. We are we are we are breaking outside the box. We're one plusing it. You know, you could you could say you know you're in the box, you're out of the box. We have burst free from the barriers of our naming convention. Yes, we are tonight, right here, right now. If not now, when we are going to be four beers and two scotches. They said it couldn't be done. They said it couldn't be done. And I'm supposed to function tomorrow. I know, right? <laughs> Yeah, but yeah, what's functioning? You can redefine that too. This is true. That's what I say. That's true. Yeah. It's all on definition. It's oh, all yeah. on perspective. Yeah. Well, we better go ahead and get started. So why don't we jump in with the uh, the shoof? Nice. The, the nice shoof. It's a. And it's uh, a very festive looking bottle with uh, two gnomish looking fellows. And uh, all of those will. And I think it's. I think it's shoof is how you pronounce it. It's Belgian. Uh-huh. Uh huh. Oh, it's from, Belgian from the from the, from the south of. Belgium, uh-huh. and, uh huh. And if you'll go ahead and pop that open, I'm not really at the Boy, table. I'm I sitting do everything across. around yeah, here. Yeah, I know. I'm making Aaron work. What the hell? Oh, I should have done it closer. That's, to that's all right. We've got three more that you can give a try to. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, uh, I've had this one. Um, in give fact, a... I've had I've had three of these. Uh, either of the raw glasses are okay. are perfect. Um, nice fizzy sounds. Very. Very nice. There you go. And I, boy, I, I pulled a mark on the head on that one. Oof, I'm going to have to wait about 45 minutes before I can get to the actual beer on this. Now, I have not seen... Uh, but this, this is a... This is a raw glass with which I'm unfamiliar. So, that was gotten... Um, remember the day that the Mayan calendar... Oh, oh. Sh- 
the day that the Mayan calendar predicted that we were all going to die. Yeah. Um, I went to a beer uh, tasting at at a uh, that day. Hmm. So uh, that smells great. Yeah, if you'll if, grab yeah. me that, and I'll, I want to make sure I get uh, a few of these these things right. But this is a Belgian dark ale mixed with spices, thyme, and uh, I always pronounce this runs uh, the curacao, Curacao. You got me. C U R A C A O. Where would one see that? If you're if you're out there. Oh, like Curaco? Curaco is that what it okay. is? Yeah. Yeah, Curaco. Sorry. Okay. Well, that's that was simpler than I thought. I've never actually had to say it out loud. I just have to think I, it in my it head. It smells fantastic. Uh, and and it is. This is. Uh, I really like this brewery in general. Oh my god, that's fantastic. And um, that is so. It's spicy, uh, spicy, uh, rich, spicy. Mm-hmm. Uh, uh, you know, warm, not nice, spicy hot. Nice mouthfeel to it. Yeah. Very much of the season. Yeah, that was... Boy, that's fantastic. When we talked earlier, that was one of the things that you had uh, you had requested is on the on the beers is that that I grab beers that um, have something to do with, with the season that we're in. Yes, that reflected, you know, the, the, the Christmas season because what is, beyond this being four beers and two scotches tonight, mm-hmm. it's also... Our annual visit to Christmas music. Yes, indeed. It is the three beers and a scotch or four beers and two scotches Christmas music spectacular. And that's why we added a few extra drinks because we've got music to listen to. That's right. That's and right. Uh, and so to make it through all that. But it's fantastic. Now, here's here's the showstopper on this one. If I were to buy this in a six pack, uh-huh. uh, it would be a $30 six pack. Whoa! So that's a $5 bottle of beer. Why so much? Um... Just some of those those imports and uh, because it's the shoe. Yeah. Now you can also you can get. I'm trying to think. I want to say that some of the bombers are shoe. You can get to where it's a little bit more affordable, and perhaps if you buy it in a, in an actual six pack. Although I did not look for it to see if it was actually available that way. My guess it'd be a four pack, uh, and it may be it would be better than it would probably be like a seventeen dollar four pack. Hmm. So you probably get a little bit of a. A break. A break. But uh, it's a terrific beer. Yeah. Uh, does it say on there the percentage? I'm guessing nine. 10%. 10%, okay. Yeah, you were close. Um, you know, it's 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 nicely rich, and, you know, this is the type of beer that I like to cook with. Okay. So, like, if I am boiling sausage you know, prior to going on the grill, I like something like this because okay. it really warms up the sausage, mm-hmm. um, as well as if I'm making, like, a beer bread or something. So, uh, this would be something I'd use for that. However, the price is a little prohibitive for that. The price is... I think is, that I would not use it as a cooking beer uh, simply for the fact that it better it better be full on in my tummy versus, uh, right. you know. And but, a lot of what you're, what you're getting out of this, here's, I mean, yes, it would enhance... Um, you know, I think that I like the idea of the boiling the sausage yeah. in it. Um, but it's such a great beer by itself. Yeah. A, uh, a a nice beer that I like to boil my sausage in, particularly this time of year, is the Shiner Cheer. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, it's like if you're boiling brats or something right. like that, uh, it works really well. Now, didn't you say that you had picked up some Shiner Cheer? I have already picked up some Shiner Cheer. Yeah, did it not strike you as usual? Or were you just as happy with it as usual? I'm just as happy with it as usual. Well, I, I know I can't say that because I haven't had any yet. Oh, okay. I haven't drank any yet. And let me tell you why. Please. You, um, you wait until Advent? <laughs> no, I, I, I picked it up and uh, uh, Suzanne had some friends over and they drank my beer. Holy smokes. 
I mean, no, those weren't friends. Those were not friends, Aaron. You it, misspoke. It was a home invasion. <laughs> I, I I came out and you know, I only bought a six. And you know, I came out and I see all the all the dead soldiers and I'm just like, oh, oh no, why, why, Mark? Why do bad things happen to good people? I don't know, Aaron. Yeah, you know, I don't it's know just, the answer to those, it's those questions. Wrong. It's wrong. It is. Well, I'm sorry about that. That, that makes pretty, me quite sad. Fortunately, Shiner cheer is in abundance this time of year, so I can get more. Mm-hmm. But uh, it was pretty. It was pretty harsh. Yeah. It's pretty harsh. Well, have you had some this season and you've not cared for it? No, it seemed uh, like some, you were you were you were uh, somebody I talked to, and for some reason I thought it had been you because I know that you like the Shiner Cheer. Somebody um, had uh, had had it and said for whatever reason it wasn't striking them huh. the same as it had in the past, hmm. and I didn't know if they had you know change something up or you know sometimes there's just a weird batch out there right although they try really hard and shiner i have found to be a v- extremely consistent yeah absolutely brewery. yeah so i'd be surprised if something actually actually changed or if that person just maybe yeah. maybe their mind yeah. about it changed a bit because yeah, maybe they are so consistent i mean yeah i've not found them like their beers or not they are consistent right yeah no i've i've, I've not had that inconsistent issue that i've had with some of the smaller breweries mm-hmm. so yeah, I don't have that complaint with Shiner. I have other complaints with Shiner. <laughs> well, the only complaint I have with Shiner, excuse me, was the um, the lady that gave our tour when we went to the brewery. Mm-hmm. She was brusque. No. Yeah. And so we're on a brewery tour, mm-hmm. and somebody asks about, like, I don't know, time in the fermenter, and she's just, you know, how long this stuff stays, whatever. I mean, that yeah. is a totally valid question sure and i don't know that i can do it with with her or her ferocity or anything but she was just sort of like i guess if i knew that i'd be a brewer wouldn't i (laughs) (laughs) and and so okay you know fair and something else came up and she gave a a likewise kind of response and the questions just stopped she Started at, does anybody have any more questions? And nobody was, she goes, oh, this is a quiet group. It was like, um, <laughs> you kind of, you haven't encouraged questions. Yeah. yeah. No. So that, you've that not was created my, a safe environment for us to, 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 to ask no. questions. <laughs> so, um, any usual. That's so that's, funny. that's where that, um, I tell you what, why don't we, um, why don't we try one more beer and then we'll go to my, uh, my first song. Okay. Now, uh, Mark, I don't know if you've noticed this or not. It's a fairly new addition. To the ideologyofmadness.com site. By the way, which which beer do you want to try first? Uh, let's do the uh, upslope, that one in the red can in the back okay. there. Ooh, okay. So we have a new addition to the site. And okay. uh, Before it, you do that, give that to me. Uh-oh. I noticed it was slightly dusty oh. on the top, and I just want to just make sure that that's I, I Sure, I got you. I got you. Okay. We, we have a new Keep addition going. to the yes. site. We have a video blog now. What? On the site. Ideologyofmadness.com. And it is called... Beer Run Geek, and how do I not? How do I not know about? Well, this? because it's brand new. We just it just launched this week. Um, it is uh, run by our good friend Paul, uh, who okay. has been a previous sure. guest on uh, Three Beers and a Scotch, and he has a uh, affinity for craft brewing. 
and uh, as well as an affinity for running and all things geeky. So he talks about all three things on this video blog and uh, does video tours of distilleries and what all. So oh, okay. uh, check that out, ideologyofmadness.com. That sounds excellent. And please, 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 when you watch it, I need I need you know the listeners to be sure and comment uh, and make fun of Paul for spending so long talking about shoes. <laughs> Is that something he does? <laughs> well, I guess with the runner, right? Yeah, exactly, exactly. Because you know, whatever hobby you're in, it could be NASCAR, it could be uh, drinking, it could be just about anything. There are nerds in all corners of the hobby, and uh, Paul is certainly a running nerd talking about his shoes. I told Paul that what I'm going to do is I'm going to uh, post a counter video blog in which I talk about the appropriate slippers to wear when sitting on the couch watching Sons of Anarchy. I think that's perfect. (laughs) (laughs) There you go. It was was just a little dusty, and I just, I hate it when that happens. Okay, so here's a can. That's our first can, by the way. That is the first can. uh, We've ever done. Usually we stick to bottles, but... Uh, I sort of like Upslope. I think I think they got some some cool things going on, and um, I have not tried this. Now tell me about Upslope. I don't think I've ever. So had Upslope is by from. Uh, I want to say it's from. They're from Boulder. I'm pretty sure. Uh, the way I initially found them, I uh, you know was just looking for whatever. Their logo is cool. I just like their little their little logo. I think it's, it's because sleek. It's- Got a slope because it's it got an up slope. Uh-huh. Yeah, yeah, because it, it rises to the right, so one would call that up, uh, right? Yeah, right. So, yeah, yes. Because you know we read left to right in America. Sure. Yeah. Now, if you're in Japan, doesn't make nearly as much sense. No, because be, you know you're a left to right. Yeah, reader. it'd be a down slope, and hopefully that's also a graph of the money they're making. Oh, I'm, yeah, I'm sure yeah. that that's part yeah. of it. So. Yeah, sure. But um, but anyway, they um, they they've made. Uh, there's a an IPA, an Imperial IPA. I think that's very good. Their pale ale is excellent. Uh, if you don't like real hoppy beers, but you kind of like a, a pale ale, you know, something mm-hmm. that has a little bit of, yeah, of hop like warmth ales. to it, yeah. uh, that's really nice. They made a, a a Belgian pale ale that was it was really mm-hmm. good, and uh, and so I've, I've I've I'm pretty much a fan uh, of what they do, and so this is a Belgian style. Uh, that has uh, some spices in it, mm-hmm. uh, you, sort of like what we're doing. And it's light on the nose. It's very it's, light on the nose. Yeah, it's rich, but not, you know, uh, overtly so. Mm-hmm. It has, to me, much more of the Ooh. Belgian yeast yeah. flavor to it. So if if you like that, almost kind of a, a double. Yeah, that's tasty. Taste. I like that. So the, the can says under the ingredients. Do it. Snow melt. Because, you know, Colorado. Seems reasonable. Yeah. Malt, hops, Abbey Ale yeast. There you go. And holiday spices. And Did then they list any of those, or it does not. But oh. then, it, then it goes on to give you the specifications. I like this. Okay. And it says handcrafted. Yes. Aluminum can. Oh. Portable, <laughs> recyclable, and good. <laughs> See, that, that's very uh, Coloradian. Uh, the only thing, only thing that would make it more Coloradian is is some hemp. Perhaps, but uh, I have to say, I generally don't care for beer out of a can because mm-hmm. generally you can taste the can, mm-hmm. and I find this is quite tasty. I don't taste any hint of can. Okay, how about you? No, no, and to, uh, and to be honest, I mean, I, I drink a decent number of of beers out of a can, yeah, and uh, 
And anymore, I think, you know, cans are done well enough that they don't, you know, they've got a lining on them and they don't, they don't quite taste like that. I think the low, perhaps the lower end. Sure. Uh, beers. And that's, you know, that's one of the things that, uh, cans have had kind of a problem because they're cheaper mm-hmm. for a, a brewery right. uh, to do. Um, they're easier on the environment sort of thing, yeah. you know, all that. But um, but there's a big stigma sure. yeah. against them. And so, uh, but you'll see, I mean, if you walk around, there's more and more craft breweries doing that, especially local ones. Mm-hmm. So uh, Cedar Creek does so, that. Martin House has a can. So canning is less expensive than bottling? Mm-hmm. Really? Yeah. Hmm. So uh, there you go. Yeah, so that's well. You know, I I I think that uh, I enjoy the 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 weight of a bottle in my hand when I'm just drinking straight out of the bottle. Yeah. Uh, while this is absolutely acceptable, drinking it out of the pint glass, uh, I don't know that I'd want to drink it out of the can. I hardly ever. Well, and the thing is, I think even with craft beers, any any almost anything, I I don't drink anything out of the bottle. Really. Um. And so, therefore, even with the can, now I have I have found that there are some cans that when you pop it open, it pops open the entire top. Mm-hmm. Have you seen those? No, they're very cool. So, uh, Four Corners Brewery here mm-hmm. locally does it, and um, let's see, something seems like something out of Kansas City uh, also does it, but I'm totally blanking on uh, the name. They have a brunette beer, but anyway, uh, you pop it open, it pops open the whole top. And you're drinking a, a can of beer, but you can smell it, and huh. and it and it has a lot more drinkability because it's not coming through that little right spout. That spot, yeah. Yeah. So um, now I, I really my, like that. My preference is to drink out of a pint glass at any time, uh, but generally speaking, after I've you know gotten done doing a chore around the house or something, if I'm just looking for a quick beer, you know, it'll just be straight out of the bottle. But and, it, and then the and the glasses don't do so hot uh, in the shower. True. So, True. You know, if you're having a shower beer, right? A shower beer. Have we talked about shower beers? We have not. Okay, that's let's let's mark that. We'll talk about that later. Okay. What we need to talk about now is some Christmas music. Do we? Do we need to talk about that? What oh, are we gonna, what are we, yeah. what are we spinning first? <laughs> <laughs> We're gonna spin. Uh, well, I, I figure what we do is um, during the beers, uh-huh. I'll just I'll you'll, I'll, you'll, I'll you'll take do yours. care of the music, gotcha. and then uh, during the scotch. When people are good and liquored up, because uh, hopefully you're drinking with us. That's the other part. If you're driving and listening to this podcast, please do not drink with us. No, you, should, you should. That's car beer. No, no, no. That's I car think, beer. No, I, I, I think that's only legal in like Venezuela. <laughs> now, it's the only country in the world. Well, you know, if it's 1975, <laughs> yes. If you're listening to this in 1975, then uh, have a beer with us. Yes. Uh, if not, uh, if you're sitting at at home. Um, and even if you don't have shoof or you can't afford it because heck the lady at the at the cashier while I was doing the shoof she's like um I I is this from a six you know how's this price I was like unfortunately that is correct yeah did you did you know this was this expensive yeah she sort of yeah. she yeah. sort of looked at me like only doofuses pay this much for <laughs> and the thing is is this is not near the most expensive in there you know Miller Lite six ninety nine a six pack well pack hello <laughs> Um, so uh, anyway, our first Christmas song is would be uh, "Tomorrow Will Be My Dancing Day." Now I have found that uh, I, I do not go back and listen to our past Christmas yes um, podcast, which explains should. our number of downloads. Okay. Which explains the number of downloads, right? <laughs> but um, but one of the things that I have found as many titles as I looked over today, mm-hmm. every single one I thought surely. 
I've already put this one, uh-huh. you know, on one of these podcasts. So if if I have, I heartily apologize. Uh-huh. But this is this is a great. I am unfamiliar with this one, so I don't think that you've put this one on a previous podcast. Okay. Well, this makes me happy. Well, because I, I'm it, completely but... unfamiliar. I've never heard this title before. Tomorrow shall be my dancing yes. day. Yeah. Okay. I am unfamiliar with it. So you know, spin spin that wonderful music, Mark. Wiki wiki wiki. Here it goes. <laughs> So uh, that was uh, so. Uh, boom, we're back. So uh, tell me, tell me about that song. Tell me, tell me what you like about it. Uh, I just I like the rhythm. I like that it really does dance along mm-hmm. uh, a little bit. There's some versions of of tomorrow should be my dancing day that just don't don't strike me. They just seem you know just straightforward. And this this recording was done by uh, St. John's Episcopal Church, mm-hmm. maybe Cathedral actually in Denver, Colorado. Um, and they have like you know a snare drum with it right. and, and the whole deal. That's but, nicely orchestrated. Yeah, yeah. so it uh, you know it just has some drive to it and and uh, it's a mixed meter mm-hmm. piece. Um, and sometimes those don't really work. Sometimes they're just they seem more novel than anything else when it just sort of d- jumps around in time a little sure. bit. Uh, but this one to me just really it does dance and yeah and absolutely it's, it's nice. Um, you know I was thinking Saint Olaf's, but you corrected me with the Saint John's. Yeah, so, just saying. I don't know what to say about that. I'm I'm sorry <laughs> that you chose poorly. <laughs> just seemed like there was some sort of you know Norse Olaf thing going on there, but no, it was it was the Johns, the, the Johns, Johns, and yeah. I, yeah. So and uh, uh, I don't think anything that else I'm I'm doing is is St. John's, but they've got some really excellent recordings out there for mm-hmm. um, Advent lessons and carols, yeah, services actually, have, and things I have like one that. One of their uh, lessons and carols albums. Yeah, yeah. and so they've they, and they've got a good variety of things on there, and they've got several of them, and so I mean, they do very very good work there. Yeah. And I've not checked this year, but often Amazon has a pretty decent sale on St. John's stuff at Christmas time. Oh, sorry. Yeah. Oh, so good deal. check that out if you're into digital music. Digital. So, yeah. If you don't, if you don't need the uh, you know the, the physical you know CD as it were. Or vinyl, right? Well, yeah, yeah. If you want, well, you maybe you might want to scratch it. You know, wrap that mother out. See, I think that uh, choral music should should definitely go right back to vinyl. Oh, I yeah. think I think that would be a huge market. Uh-huh, uh-huh. Tomorrow shall wiki 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 be my dance. <laughs> so, what's the next thing you're going to spin for us, Mark? Or do we want do we want to break into the next bottle? Oh, we're breaking into the next bottle uh, because the more that we do, uh, the better this music sounds. I really really liked the upslope. You like the upslope? That, yeah, that yeah. Good. Yeah, it's nice, good. and it's affordable. I think that's a uh, maybe one ninety nine, maybe oh. two forty nine tops. Well, and I gotta say, as much as I like the shoe, I think they're comparable. I don't think okay. that, that one is profoundly better than the other. So you're saying they really ripped good. me off? I'm saying that uh, they saw you coming. That's all I'm saying. That's all I'm saying. One's born every minute. Now, oh lord uh so uh check that upslope does it have a uh does it have an alcohol content on the outside there i i did not check the alcohol content sometimes that's important to some folks i have not found that to be uh i think that's 8.3 percent 
Okay. So it's it's fairly comparable when it comes to that as well. Yeah. But let's do... Uh, so last time you really liked the 2X Rye. I did. From Southern Tier. I so I saw the 2X Moss, which is... That's... I think it's great. 2Xmas. Uh... Just wonderful. Yeah, no, Southern tier. Southern tier. So I thought, you know what? Aaron may like this. And so I've not had this one before. Oh, here we go. Oh, that's nice. That's a keeper. (laughs) That's a ringtone there. And that's maybe that's how what I should put for my uh, when my texts come in. There you go. Nice color pouring into the glass. Pours nicely. Now you poured a little gently for yourself. I think you poured a little heavily last time. So you know, actually, I figure screw mark. It's kind of, that's kind of uh, you know my mantra. There you go. All right. Oh, now this has a that has a Boy. sprucey taste. Yeah, it really does. Or a I mean, smell to it. That's like a pine tree right in your glass. Yeah. In a, in a pleasant way. I mean, it's not like pine saw. No. <laughs> but no, yeah, but it's boy, pretty that strong. Fresh. It's that uh, fresh. I that that uh, I think that would make a nice cologne. <laughs> some must to it perhaps <laughs> that's right that, uh, there is that's very pleasant there is well there's an element to me of like it's it seems like something I'd mop with mm-hmm. uh, just yeah no. sorry southern tear there's there's can, a little bit of I that I can see cleaning the bathroom with this <laughs> <laughs> um, you know what kind of reminded me it reminds me very slightly because the uh, the Alaskan is much more gentle with their spruce yeah but I think last year we did the Alaskan yeah. winter, um, and it had you know spruce tips in it. But mm-hmm. this is much more forward with that. I haven't tasted it yet, though. It's good. Oh, what do you think? I like it. It's very different. Oh, ah. Hey. <laughs> Mark does not seem to care for no, it. No, this, this may be... Uh, so last time, if you'll remember, you thought you were drinking liquid smoke yeah. with the smoke beer yeah. um, and did not even finish your glass... Uh, where I was, I was very happy to go ahead and finish things. Yeah. Uh, if you like this one, uh, I don't do this often, uh-huh. but uh, but you're welcome to, <laughs> to finish that. To the remainder of that bottle. Um, this is uh, this like is it. what I don't like in a beer. Okay, tell me what you don't <laughs> like about it. Um, the the spices are so forward. Uh, that spruciness to me, it's I really feel like I'm I'm. Uh, I've just I've licked a Christmas tree, and that sounds wrong somehow. But well, it says that this is ale brewed with figs, orange peels, and spices, two varieties of hops, and four types of malts. That's great, but they did not they did not prepare me uh-huh. um, for the forest I was going to lick. <laughs> wow i I don't know that I'd want to drink this every day. But I don't know. I want to drink it today. I got to tell you, it's a feast for the nose. It is. It is. And I think it's almost nicer. It's almost like a, it's, that's what it is. It's a, it's potpourri. I agree. It's no, I I think you, I think you you nailed it on the head. It is very much a, because I, seriously, I'd, you put a little musket in this and I'd wear this as cologne. This is great. (laughs) And you would have the elves flocking to you. That's right. You don't even know. (laughs) (laughs) Um, and yeah, you know, I just can't. I just can't do it. Um, I not gonna do it. It would be interesting if we tried this as our first beer, mm. because you know I, I do think that you know your palate's a little altered by the prior two. 
Certainly, yeah, because you know we're not we're not we're not cleansing our palates, you know, between no, tastings. No, no, you know, it's certainly a, a cumulative effect. But I, I, I really, I, I like this a great deal. Good, I like this. A I'm great glad deal. you do. Yeah. And perhaps it's a a testament to the ten percent and eight point two percent that preceded previous two. And this one is I don't let's see. This one is eight point. This is eight point Okay, by volume. <clears throat> so. But I like it. I, I do now the the two times rye. I really love that one yeah. uh, that we did last time. But uh, but I'm uh, I'm sorry you lost me on this one, Southern Tier. I'm but sorry. It, this sounds like a Siskel Ebert thumbs up, thumbs down. It does. It does because I like it. I'd buy this. Yeah, I'm not gonna be able to finish this class. I'm sorry. Mm. I'm sorry. I don't we, know about that. Maybe, maybe what we could do is listen to some more Christmas music. Let's do that. So um, Javier Busto. Javi, Javi, Javi Busto. Javier Busto. <laughs> I'm Javier Busto. <laughs> he should make braziers. I don't know why. <laughs> um, but uh, he is actually, he's a physician. And I actually think he's Spanish. Wait a minute, wait a minute. He's doctor. I am doctor. Javier Busto, MD. Busto. <laughs> yeah. I, and, and come to think of it, I actually think he's Spanish, like from Spain. And um, I'm doctor Javier Busto. In the Espanol. <laughs> yes, that. <laughs> and um, um, this is his Ave Maria. Oh, and I so like the he, Ave. Do you? Yeah. In like general, you said, so do you like this particular one or just well, the I text? Well, I can't speak to this particular one, but yeah, I like the Ave in general. But but hey, entertain me. Okay, spin so that, this is... Spin that magical disc. Well, this is the Dale Warland singers regaling Ave Maria by... Dr. Javier Busta MD from Spain. Espanol. <laughs> <laughs> That JV, that Doctor Javier Busto, he uh, he can make some music there. Boost a move, yeah, boost a move. <laughs> so MC Doctor Javier Boost a move. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, yeah, so he's he's a uh, that's that's one of my favorite Ave Marias. Um, that's nice. I just think it's I mean it's just lush and it, it moves along and. Um, you really didn't hear from that little sample, but the texture changes here and there, but it mm-hmm. really still keeps that same character. And, uh, you know, it keeps my attention. It's just a few minutes long. Uh-huh. And uh, uh, I enjoy that sometimes. Very nice. Yeah, yeah. Very nice. Nice choice, Mr. Pope. Well, you're very kind to say so. Now, let's see if your next choice of beer. My gosh, if I can finish this one. So, the last one. Now, what, I, what you didn't uh, hear, ladies and gentlemen, is that Brother Mark poured out the remnants of his two Xmas Southern tier. That happens so rarely, yeah. but it was... Poured it out. Oh. Down the drain. Didn't even pour it into a fern, but down the drain. Yeah. That's what happens at my house, by the way. Well, they I thought it would ferns. keep the uh, the sink <laughs> smelling fresh uh-huh. and yeah. minty. Nice and sprucey. Yeah. Yeah. Very nice. So, uh, well, let's get this other thing pouring. Okay. Uh, and so, this is uh, gigantic, by the way. 
It is not not gigantic, but it's, it is. It is. It is one pint, two point seven fluid ounces. Five hundred and fifty milliliters. A little bit more than what we had with the uh, upslope, I yeah. think. So. so it is a, uh, it is the Samuel Smith's Winter Ale Welcome, Silver Anniversary, by the way. Yeah, yeah, this is a special one. Brewed at Yorkshire's oldest brewery. Yeah, Tadcaster, um, up by Leeds. I'm trying to. Yeah, Tadcaster. There it is, right there. Yeah. All right, Duvin Corporation, Seattle, Washington. All right, now you're just reading that the label. Nine eight one zero four. Go ahead and pop that open for you, right. for us, my friend. Uh, there's, there's like some that's foil. Foil, but that's okay. Oh wow! Yeah, it went under the couch. Izzy's gonna have to get that one. So here is the first. I think this is the first uh, podcast where uh, my dog is here. No, for the entire us. show. She was here for part of the show. Oh, why she last yes. time? I couldn't remember. That just sounds like winter just walking right in the door. There you go. Just as happy and as, as can be. Now, this one of all of the three that we have, we've had so far this evening, actually, like if you were to look on Rate Beer, Beer Advocate, mm-hmm. has the lowest scores. Oh, really? But uh, I am a huge fan of um, Samuel Smith's stuff, and I think that um, I haven't had anything that I, I don't like. Um, and some of it is my favorite. The Nut Brown that Samuel Smith does is probably my, my most all-time. So according to the label... This seasonal beer is a limited edition brewed for the short mm. days and long nights of winter. The full body resulting from fermentation in stone Yorkshire, Yorkshire squares and the luxurious malt character, which will appear, I'm sorry, it's a little dark in here, to, to a broad range of drinking is balanced against whole dried fugle fuggle fuggle and uh golding hops with nuances and complexities that should be contemplated before an open fire so it should be contemplated before an open fire. I'm sorry. I like I'm sorry. Po- um, what, what were you saying? I, I feel like this was in microtype, and it's particularly <laughs> dark in here. <laughs> sorry, I just dozed off a little bit there. Um, so uh, rather clean on the nose. Yes. Uh, fresh. Yeah. I think there's some some similarities to this, and it's a, a nut brown, and maybe even the IPA. Uh-huh. Yeah. As far as the they tend to have kind of that clean taste. Yeah. I don't know if it's my brain hearing them say the stuff about the stone, but there's uh, Samuel Smith. A lot of their stuff does um, kind of have a limestoney taste uh-huh. to it, which I like, kind of a minerally mm-hmm. taste. And uh, and I think that's a plus mm-hmm. if you like the minerally tastes. In comparison to the other three beers we've had this evening, much more mild. Yes. This could have been a starter, although I really liked how we did start. Uh-huh. I think that then it was we definitely started strong. I knew that that nice the shoof was going to be uh, was going to be a good was fantastic. one. Fantastic, yeah. Um, but I think this is a nice finisher. It's got it's got a little bit more grab on the tongue, a little bit more. Um, there's a some complexity to it that's 
that's a little bit more subtle. Uh-huh. It's not quite Southern Tears. Oh my God, they're spices! <laughs> spices, I tell you! Did you say they're spices? Spices! This is more subtle. I think Southern Tears is a little bit more subdued than that. I don't think so. I think they are screaming, you think taste turned- me, I'm so desperate. Do you feel like it's turned up to 11? Yeah, it might be twelve. This is this is rather minor. Um, it's nice, um, it, but it's not challenging. It. Uh, I, I I'm hearing what you're saying as horribly negative. No, it's not. It's not oh, okay. negative at all. It's not negative at all. But they're, they're, it. Uh, I feel like every other beer we've tried tonight rather commands attention. Mm-hmm. You know that it's like wow, this is it's. You know, there's a lot of flavor here. It's bold. Right. There's a lot going on. And this is the somewhat interesting guy that's standing in the corner. Exactly. Exactly. Yeah. This is the guy who's not going home with a girl. <laughs> Just Sam. I drank it all the same. But uh, Yeah, and there and there's more. And uh and so oh you're passing it right on over to me. Yeah. Now this this is also our most mild as far as alcohol content, which is maybe why he's not going home with the girl. <laughs> So alcohol content on this is what? Six. Six. Oh, yeah. Boy, it is 6%, isn't it? Yeah. That's crazy. So, uh, Marcus? Sir? What's our next uh, Christmas tune? I have a question for you. Oh, dear. What sweeter music? What sweeter music? What question are you asking? (laughs) (laughs) Have you ever heard this before? This is a John Rutter special. I am familiar with what sweeter music. Okay. So spin it for me, boy. Wiki, wiki. sweeter music Aaron I gotta tell you music pretty sweet sweet now I do want to to bring up a a little fact so that was the Cambridge singers that was the is this a factoid is this trivia are we going into Uh, four beer two scotch trivia I guess so because we're uh, four beers in Uh and so it's time you know to start following some rabbit trails I still feel my nose so oh we're okay. Well, that's my fault. I guess I should have had stronger <laughs> beers. Um, so, uh, John Rutter mm-hmm. is a choral composer of much, much church music. Right. Um, his name is known pretty pretty widely. I believe they call him Jumpin' John Rutter. Uh, not so sure about that. I'm, I, that's what I've heard, Jumpin' John Rutter. You know? uh, okay. Yeah. Not really sure about that. Yeah. So I'm listening to the Sirius XM, you know, hey, this one coming up. What sweeter music by Jumpin' John Rutter? Yeah. So I'm not sure that he jumps. Uh, pretty sure it's jumping, but go ahead. 
Um, I mean, we can argue about this. So he, yes, yeah, so pretty much. Um, so uh, he pretty much identifies in, as an atheist. Interesting. Which I think is very interesting. So here is somebody who writes much church music that's mm-hmm. being used in uh, churches all around the world, truly. And um, and he really... Perhaps the Church of Satan? Satan! <laughs> yeah. Uh, he, uh, he doesn't identify as a Christian. Huh. And so I just think that that's very interesting. You know, it's something, obviously, that he does very well. Sure. Uh, and, and he provides... Uh, words and melodies uh, for people of faith to sing to express their faith. Right. Um, but he, he doesn't necessarily share in that faith. Interesting. It's just very, this is a little, little factoid yeah, a little for factoid, you. A little factoid, a little Mark Pope nugget for you. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know if I like the word nugget. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, so I think we're about to uh, embark are, on are the we, scotch trail here. Are we here. crossing the bear, the beer, Scotch threshold. The beerier, the beerier, the beerier <laughs> is what we're crossing over into the world of distilled spirits. And, and to, yes, so this is the uh, the Scotch. Oh, this is from the Society. Yeah. So if you recall, you know when we when we spoke last uh, for my birthday this year, my wife got me a membership into the Scotch Malt Whiskey Society. And as part Ooh. of your welcome package, you get three samples. Now you, you're holding a bottle of one of the samples. This is really right nice. Yeah. And this is, uh, okay, so this is really high in alcohol. Yeah. So that's not proof. That's percent. Uh-huh. 58.3. Yeah. Holy smokes, you could set it on fire. <laughs> Let's just be clear about that. That's because. Right. Because doesn't that equal about 116 proof? Something like that, yeah. Oh. That's that, that means it's good for you. <laughs> Builds strong teeth and bones. I'm not waking up tomorrow, am I? <laughs> I'm waking up to... I'm, the next time I wake up, it's Friday. That's right. And somehow I've missed... That's right. You've lost time. I've lost time. That's right. And you're wearing someone else's pants. <laughs> so this is... Yeah, okay. So I'm very excited about this. Yeah. Okay. So read the description on the box. I will. So uh, it's the Surf and Turf Barbecue. Uh, mussels, cockles, and oysters to start them with, uh, start with then smoky gammon and coal tar shampoo. Hey. <laughs> okay, I've got to read that again because yeah. maybe I've been drinking. Yeah. Mussels, cockles, and oysters to start with, then smoky gammon and coal tar shampoo. The taste is salty. Smoky bacon and boiled lobster meat. Little smoke on the palate. But a good balance of sweet and spicy notes. Was this written by an English speaker? <laughs> Perhaps. <laughs> um, okay, this is age fourteen years. Yep. This is an acute little Scotch bottle. That's right. Um, I hope you, do. I saw you taking some pictures. Make sure that you do post that because yeah. I think that's just wonderful. Yeah. Um, all right. Well, let's okay, jump let's in. I'm very, I'm excited about this. So we'll start. So I almost feel like part of the society, although I'm not. I'm just an interloper. That's right. <laughs> <laughs> it's a twist off. Cat, it's a twist off. Cat. Oh, yeah. That, that is a good sound. There we go. There you go, sir. Oh, and we're gonna man. St- we're starting off neat. Yes. Ooh, I didn't even have to try, and that that uh that oh, nose just went straight up. Yeah. 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 There you go. Oh. Woo! Oh, boy, it smells great, doesn't it? Packs a punch. It, you can smell the sea. You know, it's, uh, it's that salt water smell. Yeah, there's definitely yeah. a lot of salt in that. Very briny. Oh, man, that's good stuff. 
Yeah. Uh, that opens up my whole head. Woo! Yeah, yeah. yeah. Now, it don't... I, I just sniffed pretty deeply. Yeah. Um, and it burned my sinuses. Yeah, no, it's good stuff. <laughs> it's good stuff. But there's nice smells to this. It almost feels like it needs to breathe a little bit. Yeah. Now, I'm, tell me this. You know, with wine and whatnot, you know, they talk mm-hmm. about breathing. And I know that has to do somewhat with sort of the oxidation of it. Right. Is there any, with scotch... You should, An idea of the, of the breathing. Absolutely. Or, you should aerate it a little bit. Now, you know, like for red wines, etc., you'll have one of those aerators that you can pour your wine sure. through. Uh, and you don't need to do that with your scotch. But, you know, if you'll twirl it in the glass to let it circulate and kind of incorporate mm-hmm. uh, uh, some, some, some air, it does broaden uh, the palate to it. Um, you know, and as we've talked about before, the application of a little, of a little water, uh, an application mm. of some ice will helps will will change the flavor, you know. And, and you know, you you might be somebody who likes it straight out of the bottle. Mm-hmm. You might be like you you might be someone who enjoys the broadening, the opening up uh, that occurs when you apply some water to it. Yeah, but I always like to try it neat first, which is what we're doing right yeah, now. Yeah, I like to do that. This is. I got and the more I ex- experience it this way, it's almost just a, it's a very sort of deep sea. Sure, yeah, smell to it, and well, and you get that certainly from the Isla region. Mm-hmm. Um, now, one of the things that the Scotch Malt Whiskey Society does is they anonymize the distillers. You know, because a lot of times what you're getting in, mm-hmm. through the Scotch Malt Whiskey Society is small batches, and uh, so what they'll do is they'll you'll see on the uh, on the bottle it calls it three point one nine four. Right. And that identifies the batch, but you don't know who the distiller is. Okay. Okay. They anonymize that, but it could have been, it could be, you know, uh, Lagavulin. It could be, uh, uh, McAllen. It could be any number of different distilleries. perhaps? It could be any number of different distilleries, but they anonymize it so that you're just tasting the scotch. Mm -hmm. And so when you're choosing a scotch to buy, Mm -hmm. it'll give you a name such as Surf and Turf, which it's given us here, which indicates that maybe it's an Isla style of, of, brew which means it's gonna be peaty it's uh-huh. gonna be you know more salty that kind of thing but uh i gotta tell you I just the more i smell this and just sort of let it breathe breathe yeah. and just sort of hang under my nose not deep smelling i really like that yeah it's got a great nose to it it really does it's like there i i, I can see the tar that yeah. they talk about i'm not really sure where the shampoo comes from i haven't that may be more on the on the palate that the may nose. be on the palate but um but boy, it smells maybe a fantastic. little bit, maybe a little bit of soapiness to it. Yeah. But I definitely get the saltiness and the tar. Yeah, I, I can see that. It smells fantastic. I just, I boy, I'm, so I'm going in. Okay, go. I'll do. Boy, that's good stuff. It's strong, not what I would call a mellow scotch. Um, there, there is definitely a burn to it. Yeah. For example, my lips mm-hmm. are totally on fire. On fire. My, my flames. Flames <laughs> on the sides of my face. <laughs> um, and it grabbed the back of my tongue mm-hmm. real hard. Um, I. But there's a, there's a, uh, there's almost a clean linen uh-huh. taste to that. Yeah. Um, that's nice. Yeah. That's nice. I like that. I think I shared with you that I'm now that guy who gets emails about scotch. <laughs> and so, you know, I get a lot. Of, I get emails weekly from the Scotch Malt Whiskey Society telling me about, you know, different batches and whatnot. And so at Christmas time, you know, they sent me, hey, we've got this small batch that's come out. 
age 21 years. Ooh. Um, you know, and it talks about, you know, the richness and how it's appropriate for the holidays. You know, it's kind of, you know, kind of like in, in the style of the beers that we drank tonight. Right. You know, the, the rich spiciness of it. Uh, $353 for the bottle. Holy smokes. Did they now, do a sampler? For- yeah, <laughs> you know, they did not offer me a sampler. They offered me the bottle at $353. I also, that may be a little steep. That may be a, a little steep. I did get an email from uh, the Glenn Levitt, though. And uh, the Glenn Levitt let me know that uh, they're holding a bottle for me over at my local liquor store. Now, now, Aaron, <laughs> how is this? That seems improbable. I, 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 clearly, I'm on somebody's mailing list that I'll spend money on scotch. And they're holding a bottle of, uh, of scotch for me. They're seasonal. Uh, so, wait. What, I want you, what I'd like you to do... Is yes. to go to this place and uh-huh. just say, "I'm Aaron Head here to pick up the yeah, bottle that's bottle. been reserved for yeah. me." Yeah, see what happens. Well, and it, what concerns me is, you know, they didn't indi- give me any indication as to price, so I'm guessing that it's at least a three hundred dollar bottle oh, of scotch. Man. Now, I have never spent that kind of money on scotch before, because I'm a married on one man. bottle. I, I'm a yeah, exactly. <laughs> I'm a married man, and I would be a single man. <laughs> All right, so ah, I have had several sips. Neat. I'm adding uh, some ice to mine. Okay, and I'm gonna and maybe I'm gonna come like right to behind you and grab a couple of couple. Of. So, uh, because want- almost always, I'm I'm an ice guy. Yeah. Oh no, same here, same here. I like to try it neat so I can say that I did. Mm-hmm. But uh, uh. well, you know, neat gets you where you're going, especially with a hundred and something proof. Yeah, no, this is good stuff. But it is... It oh, is, see, uh, it, it just transforms it ta- already, just on yeah. the nose, has has taken that edge off. Yeah. That sort of uh, real harsh briny. Yep. Edge, see, and I can take a nice deep smell of it now, and it doesn't and alcohol burn me. It's... Yeah. yeah. Of course, I guess, you know, some of that's maybe it's brought the temperature down. Yeah. A little bit. I mean, yeah. it does some things to it. Well, I'll say, what would you say? Uh, four shots in the sample bottle. Yeah, that's kind of that's kind of what I'm thinking. The uh, it is. I don't think it tells me. Maybe even three. I mean, it's not. It's not a ton, but it's a hundred milliliters ml. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't know my train. I need to get my Google machine out. There I don't you have go. it with me, but but uh, it, it's a nice size sample. You know? Yeah, no, that's well. It's perfect for two folks. Yeah, uh, to have a yeah. have a nice taste. Now you know, in my uh, welcome kit, I had three of these, and I have been happy with each of them. Okay, you know, and I, I don't believe that you were given a choice as to what they sample you out with. Right. But uh, in the welcome kit, it was it was nice. And I gotta say, you know, I, I think I mentioned last time uh, the Scotch Malt Whiskey Society provides a nice range. So you know. Generally, their their lower end scotches are on the eighty dollar range, and they tend to be you know twelve to sixteen year scotches. Okay, and then you know on up from there. But mm-hmm. uh, there's there's a nice range there. You know, if you're a scotch drinker and you know you're willing to spend seventy dollars or more on a bottle of scotch, uh, this might be something you want to entertain. Mm-hmm. Sure, so. sure. Well, and this um, oh, with yeah. the water, yeah, I'm tasting the- a lot of licorice, yeah, to it. Yeah. Um, 
it's still quite uh, sparkly on the tongue, you might yeah, say. I would agree. Um, now tell me this: does your uh, does your spouse will she taste scotch at all? Is she interested she will, at all? She is not interested in scotch. What she's really interested in is the smell of the scotch. Mm. Suzanne will uh, she'll smell it like one of the the first ones that I tried from the society. She loved the smell of it. I mean, mm-hmm. she did. She was like, "Oh my god!" Because it was, it was, it reminded me of the uh, uh, pultini that we tried. Oh yeah, yeah. You know, a lot of fig. Yeah, uh, it almost smelled like a little bit like fruitcake. You know. Okay, right. And it was a feast for the nose. Very spicy. Um, but you know, she tasted it. And, you know, she gave me that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> now I heard somebody pr- uh, pronounce pultini a different way. Is that for sure the way that's no pronounced? Pultini. I heard pultini. I pronounce most of these names incorrect, incorrectly. So like my favorite scotch, I have always pronounced as Lagavulin, but uh, I hear other people pronounce it Lagavulin. Okay. And so I have no idea. Well, I like Pultini because it makes me think of Pultini. <laughs> <laughs> like, uh, like probably the Jawas. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. Uh, you yeah. know, I mean, Star they Wars were thing. merchants. You know, yeah. they were buying and selling, and they got some their hands on some Pultini. Boltini. And that's what they would party with. <laughs> neat, 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 neat. <laughs> and, and when they weren't having, you know, Boltini, they would have martinis. Yeah. And that's about that's about the extent of Very good. where that goes. All right, so you have some music. You I do brought, have some music. You brought now, a whole cadre. Now, I want to point out, last year, I was the, the, uh, the church music guy. And you were the secular guy. Right. This year, I'm the secular guy, it's, and you're the church music it's, guy. Yeah, you know, you it's, know? It, it's all comes in waves. That's right. So my first selection is from a group called The Bird and the Bee. And this is actually the first song. From the I, Cathedral of Leeds. That's right. Oh, no, wait, no. <laughs> <laughs> uh, they are a, uh, a group who, who, who I discovered by this song that we're about to play. Um, and after I listened to them, I'm like, wow, I really like that. What else do they play? And, you know, they've got a, a, a number of, of albums, but uh, one of my favorites is they do a, an, they have an album called uh, uh, Interpreting the Masters, which is them performing, uh, re-recording uh, Hall & Oates music. And it's fantastic. White Soul. Yeah, it is fantastic. Fantastic. Really? They they also have a song called uh, Would You Be My Fucking Boyfriend, which is one of my favorite songs on the planet. I knew you were going to drop an F-bomb sometime during the evening. Hey, I can't... I Even can't, on the Christmas show. I can't help what the song is called. Uh, <laughs> but uh, anyway, this is Carol of the Bells by The Bird and the Bee. And uh, again, it, it's one of my favorite Christmas songs. Let's do this, man. Mm. There's a lot that makes me happy about that song. It's a good song. So, 
There's two things. Okay. Primarily. Yes. One, there's a 60s element to uh-huh, it. Absolutely. That really, really kind of grabbed me. Psychedelic. Right. But then also uh, the cardigans. The cardigans? What do you mean? The cardigans. So they um, they did one album that that made any sort of splash. Um, and I'm trying to think what the name of the stinking song is. I've, <laughs> I've had four beers and a scotch. Um, and... Uh, uh, and I could almost sing it, but I'm not going to. Sure. Um, I can't sing remember it, the name Mark, of it. Sing it. I won't. But sing you know what? I'll sample it, uh-huh. and you'll and you'll and you'll get it on the there on the go. podcast. But um, but they uh, were a band out of Norway or Sweden, one okay. of those. I want to say, and um, oh, this is like the same group that did Hooked on a Feeling. Not at all. Okay, just check. No, and they're not ABBA. Um, <laughs> but anyway, they. Um, but it, it had sort of that feel to me. Sure. And and that that's a positive. Yeah. Thing for me, but I I, I like that. That it really that added to my uh, Christmas collection. I like that one very well. Very I you know I I gotta say I, everything the Burden Bee has done, I have enjoyed. Yeah. Uh, they've got a lot of dance mix kinds of stuff. Uh, Where are they from? California, I believe. Okay. Okay. Um, and they haven't had an album out in a while, but I know they're still around. Um, and, and I'm just, I'm, I'm eagerly anticipating uh, their next album. Do yeah. they ever tour or anything? I mean, do they? If they do, I've, I've never seen it. Yeah. But uh, you know, one of one of their uh, albums is called uh, Ray Guns, or not just for the future. Oh, I and like that. Lots okay. of really good songs. A very listenable album. Mm-hmm. Uh, I'm a big fan. I'm a big fan. Can I just say something about the future that sure. I think people are getting all wound up about? Okay, is uh, that's uh, not really that important. The future, but but I've seen this a the lot. The future is not all that important. No hoverboards in the future. Uh. So there's this push <laughs> to by the time that, and I don't know what date it is anymore. Uh huh. Um, that's actually in Back to the Future. Right. Uh, it's coming up. I know. Sure. But there's been so many fakes that. Have you know? It's like, oh, today's the day that was on the thing, and it's not. Right. Um. I th- I th- I can't remember when it is, but it's coming up. But um. Uh. There is a bit. There is a big push right now to to have a hoverboard. And so, why why wouldn't you have a hoverboard? hoverboard? Somebody, if you had the choice of hoverboard or no hoverboard, why wouldn't you? Well, have I'm a just saying it's not important to meet. Um. You know the Zemeckis timeline for uh, Back to the Future, and say, "Oh yeah, we've got hoverboards." Because somebody did make a hoverboard, but it has to be like on a certain because it's magnetic, sure, a certain floor. It's right. like, well, that doesn't count. Right. It needs to be able to do that on asphalt. Right. I just um, so I'm assuming I'm not that, real sure uh, about you know that. it's a superconducting sort of sort of thing. You know? I, I guess. But, yeah, yeah. Uh, but uh, you know, I you know, here's the thing. I know this is off topic. Here's the no. I, here's the thing. Mark. This is a nerd topic. Robert Zemeckis is a prophet. Bobby, Bobby, Bobby this, Zemeckis. This. Yeah. <laughs> and you either you are either for him or you're against him. And I feel like you're a detractor. No, no, no. Now what you're making Robert Zemeckis now out to be Hitler. <laughs> <laughs> And or that am is I making true. you out to be Hitler? 
I am. I embrace the Jews. I embrace. Um, I'm just. I like to point out there's a little bit of a broom mustache under that. No, no, nose. that's a Scotch mustache, and you should be quite proud of it because that doesn't come around just all the time. Uh, I drink scotch when I'm around you, and every so often, you know, I'll, I'll uh-huh. choose a scotch in a restaurant because uh-huh. it seems fancy. Right. But I generally, Uptown. I generally don't make good decisions. <laughs> so you should every so often. Um, I'm going to try in the future that you'll get little texts. Okay, this is what uh, the These menu shows. Yeah. Um, you sort of know where I steer towards. Uh-huh. Uh, help. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe I maybe I should create an app. <laughs> yeah, you should. Yeah. Why don't we have an app? We should have an app. We should totally have an app. I don't know who would use it though. I mean, yeah. people. I can see people using it for scotch, but with beer, it's so ubiquitous everywhere, right. and it's not that expensive, right. except for the shoof. No, uh, yeah, yeah, <laughs> that put me in the poorhouse yeah, right the, there. The shoof is crushing. <laughs> it cost as much as the other beers put together. That's right. That's right. It's, but it's, it was good. I enjoyed it. But you know, just as much. But as when I you said, yeah, when you say, oh, it's just as good as the upslope. The dollar ninety nine upslope. I, I either want to, you know, crush your head with that sample bottle, which would be impossible. <laughs> and then Mark murdered him. Yeah, yeah, yeah. on the podcast, and yeah. I kept it in the edited room. Yeah, that's right. That's right. I'm just so, that kind of guy. Okay, so tell us about this next thing that's coming up because I'm very excited about it. Okay, so the next thing, Marcus, is the Highland Park Single Malt Holy Scotch smokes. Whiskey. Oh, man. Dark Origins. I almost started rapping just now. Now, Marcus, I'm going to provide you the bottle. You tell me how old that is. Let's see. Um. Yeah. Yeah. Well, There's it no says age. it was established in 1798, so I'm guessing this is a scotch from 1798 <laughs> because that's all over the stinking that's bottle. Right. That's right. Um, so what you're finding is that there is no declared age. So that's going to be like bottle. what? Wait, wait, wait. Under 15? Who knows? One would assume so because if it was if it was over twelve, you would think they'd declare it, right? Right. But this is another example of a rapid aged Scotch. You right? think they small cast it like the? Well, what you'll see, like for instance, if you look at the bottle, it will talk about uh, uh, that it it, it uses uh, sherry casks. Yeah, double first fill sherry casks. Yep, double first filled sherry casks for a naturally darker richer flavor. So this is the break-in scotch for sherry casks that are going to be used for something else. Correct. Okay. Correct. And uh, uh, this is a scotch that I sampled at the third annual Whiskey Fest in Dallas this year. So is is the third the first time you can call it annual? That is correct. Okay. That is correct. Now, uh, define this for us. I know this is a little <laughs> rabbit trail. I'm rabbit trailing quite a bit. Here, you can put my glass over there, too. Um, uh, the whole... So it's first ever. Right. First ever. Second. The second. The second. The second. And then third annual. Third annual. Yes. Now... <laughs> This there is a a whole convention around how you can name these things, and uh, you know I, I, I hold that uh, you have to abide by those rules. Now, what if you are what if you are trying to create a tradition, and you say so? This is the first of what we will do every single year. Yeah, how do you, you say that? You, you say this is the first event. 
So why is the second not second annual? Because now it's happened every year for two no, years. But yet you have to, in order to establish the trend, you have to call it three years. I'm telling you, there are rules. But if you and have violating them, I'll say so. If you have something, say uh, December twelfth, let's just say sure. Okay, something happens December twelfth. The second time it happens exactly on December 12th, you're saying that could be happenstance that doesn't create a pattern. Correct. You need three data points, my friend. Three. I'm Those not are the so rules. sure about now, Those are When the you rules. have 365 yeah, look, choices. Look, we can live in a world of chaos or a world of law and order. That's all I'm saying. Look, even my dog thinks you're crazy. Look uh, at it. Actually, her. she's agreeing with me. Look at those ears. She clearly, look at look at the way she's crossing her paws. She agrees with me, and frankly, she's embarrassed. By no, I'm you. sorry. If I cross my paws, you at have you. you have shamed <laughs> shamed your dog. <laughs> my Chihuahua Whippet mix. That's right. Perhaps. Yes. We don't really know what she is. We got it from the SPCA. It's non-chill filtered. Tell me why this is a selling point. Have no idea. <laughs> but it's dark origins. Yeah. So that's basically saying, okay, so the first time we've used this barrel. Well, this, right. And, and it's, so it's going to be darker. It's going to have, well, I mean, it stands to reason. The first time you put something into a barrel, mm-hmm. it's it's a fresh barrel. Correct. Well, and this And why is, is that not the best? This is a well. A lot of times when you when you use the barrel, it is a uh, you're you're trying to derive some of the characteristics from the spirit or liquor that has been in that barrel before. So if a sherry's been in there, you're trying to draw the sherry notes, etc. Um, this is actually uh, Highland Park is going back to something that was done back in the very early ages in uh, drawing the, the 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 notes out of these barrels. So this is actually. Uh, them going back to very early uh, practices in the uh, aging of spirits. Okay. Um, I try again. I tried this at uh, Whiskey Fest, and I gotta say, you know, I, we talked about when I went to the first Whiskey Fest here in Dallas, and you know what a fantastic experience it was. Uh, how many the first ever? Yeah, I'm sorry, the first yeah. ever Whiskey Fest here in Dallas. Um, when I attended that one, I got to try just a ton. Of scotches that I had never gotten to try before, um, that were you know aged beyond uh, something that I would typically be able to afford. At this one, you know, the, they didn't have many old scotches. Um, there were, I think, the oldest scotch that I saw was an eighteen-year-old scotch that they were out of by the time I got there. And this, the the event had only been open thirty minutes when I got to that station. Now, I mean, is that a plus because you can actually afford the things that that are are there because they're not super high end, or is it a minus because you don't get to taste those? It's actually that... a minus for me because okay. you know the, the the scotches that I can afford, I'll generally buy uh, and try them. You know, once or so. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm looking for. I, I want to look for that thing that I, I'm a little less. Uh, I'm I'm a little bit more reluctant to drop the money down because I haven't tried it yet, you know. Right. Um, and so I was disappointed to find that whereas at the first event I went to, there were maybe twenty scotches that were older than twenty years that I was trying, you know, that I was writing down on my list of things. These are these are bottles of scotches I want to buy. Right. Uh, and I probably walked out of there with three okay. this time around that I wanted to try. But I was I was struck. 
one of the stations I went to, uh, you know, the guy was like, ah, you're really going to like this. You know, it's, it's a, it's a whiskey that, uh, you know, it's got a really, you know, warm flavor and it doesn't have any of that whiskey burn. And I said, I said, oh, so it's an older scotch. And he's like, no, no, it's not an older scotch. You know, it's rather young, but you know, it doesn't have any of that whiskey burn. I'm like, well, I kind of like that burn. I like whiskey. You know, right. And if I'm drinking a younger whiskey, I expect to get that burn. If I'm drinking an older whiskey, I expect it to be more mellow, right? Right. Um, and I drink it, and what they've done to alleviate the burn is apply a bunch of sugar to it. And I told him, I said, I might as well be drinking rum. And see, and I, <laughs> and I don't, I don't enjoy the sweet liquors. Right. You know, I like, right. I don't, I don't care for the the Your melon liqueurs are not your thing. Correct. Yeah. Correct. And so I told the guy, I said, you know, you're, you're down with the brown. You're pouring. <laughs> I said, you're pouring whiskey for people who don't like whiskey. Did you say that? To I him? did. I told him that. Because I told you guy, like to make it awkward. Well, yeah, exactly. That's, 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 <laughs> that's the way I roll. But, you know, I, I said, you're, 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 you're selling whiskey that, you know, for people who don't like whiskey. And so no, I wouldn't say that at all. I said, that's exactly what you're doing. I said, you've sweetened the whiskey. You've applied something else. You've created something that's more of a, an infused whiskey right. as opposed to a genuine whiskey because they, they've added things to it. Are there any, did you happen upon any that had like, at the bottom there was a small green thing that said with Splenda? <laughs> <laughs> I might actually go for that, <laughs> but the the Highland Park there were there were three whiskeys that I really enjoyed from Whiskey Fest. Okay. The Highland Park was far and away the the star of the show. The mm-hmm. Highland Park Dark Oranges, and I've always liked Highland Park. And let's be very clear for those of you who are around Dallas, Highland Park uh, is going to, and actually, and even in Illinois, mm-hmm. Highland Park is going to be a rich neighborhood. This is we're talking about. Across the sea, correct. Yeah. We're not talking about it. Yeah. This is not domestic yeah, Highland Park. This is, Park. Scotland. This is Scotland. Scotland, where Scotch comes from. If it's not Scottish, it's crap. Um, I just want to be clear about that because when I first heard of Highland Park, I thought, "Oh, I didn't know that they had a Scotch." They had a scotch. <laughs> I didn't know that 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 uppity neighborhood in in, in Dallas had a Scotch. No, <laughs> Highland Park is is a is a Scottish single malt whiskey. Um, it is. I, I like Highland Park. Um, I particularly like the Scotch. Now we haven't poured it yet, and I'll do that now. But uh, it is it. There, there is a lot of character to the Scotch. Well, let's get the new glasses. I brought a couple extra yeah. glasses, so we don't want to mix yeah. the Scotches with beer. Who cares, right? Because it's just beer. <laughs> it's just it's, it's just all natural light. Stupid beer. Stupid beer. Yeah, it's just a bunch of yeast and hops. <laughs> Oh, this one's got a cork. Yeah. Now that's a plus sign. That's yeah. right. There. Yeah, it's not a twist off like the <laughs> the previous <laughs> bottle. Oh, that that was from the society. Right. Well, and generally they'll have a, a cork, but uh, uh, you know it's a smaller bottle. So. Oh wow. Yeah. Okay. So, Aaron, I have to be honest. So when we we ooh, when we started this whole thing, um. Like, I'm highly skeptical, I guess, maybe is one word, uh, about scotches. Yeah. Because um, my first real interaction with them, actually, was at Disney World. <laughs> yes, and we've <laughs> talked about... We should tell you about that. We, we, we've talked about how you didn't care for that, uh, that that sampler that you had. So, yeah, yeah. So, the whole sampler that they, that they had um, basically went from kind of smoky 
to oh my god there's a log from my fireplace <laughs> sitting that, in that, my stinking mouth that you're sucking on <laughs> that i yeah i can't i can't get rid of this right. uh remnant sort of taste yeah um and i think tonight um there's there's a gambit yeah. because this is so uh distinct and unique from mm-hmm. from what we had before uh just a few minutes ago well, it's a lot more mellow for one. It's it's mellow. It's not burning your nose. There's there's um there's a w- the other one uh I felt more of a le- uh leafiness mm-hmm. to it I guess to the peat. Yep. This one has more of the woody yeah flavors. It's rich. Uh there's a caramely aspect oh my to goodness. it. And certainly, you know, one of the things about scotch is, you know, a lot of times scotch when you look at it in the glass, the uh the scotch itself is rather blonde. Mm-hmm. And look, you know, the, oh, this has I, lots of color, even yeah. for it unspecified. Yeah, you know, this is, and it's because it's been in those sherry casks. You know that it's pulled those darker notes right. from the sherry. Um, it is, uh, it is awfully pretty just in the glass. Um, it is. It's a smeller. Yeah, I mean, no, it, it is. It's, it, is. It's, it is. It is. I a, could be happy doing this. Doing this for the next thirty minutes is just just, just it. smelling. Yeah. It. yeah, it's really nice. Yeah, it, it's warm. You know, so it's appropriate for the holidays. Mm-hmm. Um, now it doesn't have some of the, um, I don't know, graphic imagery that yeah. the other one did. The mm-hmm. other one when yeah, I the smelled other one was it, like the sea. It was the it was the sea. Like I yeah. said, it was sort of that deep sea. Taste, you yeah. know, like after you go snorkeling, yeah, yeah, you know, no, sort of the snake, the taste yeah. in your mouth, you know, there's a, a salty, kind yeah. of rich, visceral, visceral yeah. uh, taste to it. This has much more of a I've been hiking, yeah, and uh, there's a cool breeze, fresh air, and but yeah. but it's not quite as evocative of uh, of a place per se, yeah, to me, um, but it's really really smooth yeah it's really no. nice just the smell no and you know having to tasted it neat again it's rapid aged and so we assume that it's less than 12 years because if it was older than 12 years i think they'd stay they'd be proud of it yeah they'd stated on the bottle but you know as we said in the last episode there's a shortage of older of older whiskeys mm-hmm. and so they're doing whatever they can to provide those characteristics to it without doing what the one guy did at the at the uh whiskey festival by adding stuff to it Right. You know, they're gonna they're gonna rapid age it by by exposing it to different woods, etc. But they're not gonna add, you know you know infuse it. They're not going to impound it. They're 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 just going to let the wood do its work. Right. And I gotta tell you, you know, just on the nose, it's amazing. Yeah. Well, and um, I'll also tell you as far as Highland Park oh. goes. If you want to get on like YouTube mm-hmm. or or whatever, they've got a, a wealth of, of videos of people talking about whiskey, yeah. how it's made. I think Highland Park has done an exquisite job sure. of kind of getting out there. Now they haven't pushed it, I don't think, enough on you know their Twitter and stuff like that because you can find a whole lot more just going to YouTube. Yeah, um, but they've done a lot of work of just talking about whiskeys and what makes them what they are and what you should be tasting in them and what you should be yep. and uh so i admire that quite a bit yeah um about uh highland park i think they're they're just very top notch um they're a well put together organization yeah, yeah yeah and uh in existence for quite some time and i think they're they're the ones 1798. that 1798 1798 <laughs> well and um uh i think i mentioned last time uh i had fa- found a, a youtube video 
um, about a guy who had started working there 50 years ago. Mm-hmm. And uh, they were tasting uh, the whiskey that was uh, was put up the very year he was. Yeah. Hired. He was hired, yeah. and I just thought that was that was such a cool thing. Oh, yeah. So they do a lot of really good work, and so um, there's a sentimental value to sure. it as well because I, I I can conjure up a few faces and mm-hmm. and a few names and things like that yeah. um, of the folks that have been on that. So uh, just to anybody who's a Scotch maker out there, yeah. there's probably one of you listening to that. Absolutely. Um, uh, put some YouTube videos up. People are marvelously interested. Absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. So our next song, our next Christmas tune, mm. is uh, God Rest You Merry Gentlemen. And this is by Bobby Morgenstein. And it's on from an album called... Uh, is he Jewish? He might be. Okay. Uh, <laughs> um, it, it is a uh, an album called, I want to say it's called The Ultimate Christmas Cocktail Party. And it's exactly what it sounds like it is. It's kind of a jazzy kind of background kind of music. And while it's something I, 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 you can certainly listen to in the foreground, it's great for background music. Okay. And uh, I'm a big fan. I love this album. And I picked it up for like five bucks on Amazon. Oh, well, let's do this, man. Let's do it. Uh, hit it. Uh, uh. Bobby Morgan, smooth. I, you know, I really dig it. And you know, on that album, there's like 20 songs on that album. Wow. And one of the songs that I absolutely loathe, hate, and despise at Christmas is "Grandma Got Run Over by a Reindeer," and he has okay. a version of it on his album that I really enjoy. I mean, the 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 the, the you know, obviously no words. It's all you know, right. uh, it's all uh, instrumental. Really dig it. I, I, I like it a great deal. Um, and I, I absolutely hate, loathe, despise Grandma Got Run Over by a Reindeer. But his version is very listenable and very enjoyable. I mean, you're sitting there going, I like this. What is this? And then all of a sudden it comes to you, Grandma Got Run Over by a Reindeer. God dang it. <laughs> <laughs> Did that just happen? Yeah. Oh. So yeah. give me your glass. I'll give you some ice. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Let me... Uh... So we're going to some ice in this. We're going to add some ice to the Highland Park. Hold on, hold on. I'm a two-icer. Because I I am very, very happy with this. This Yeah, this is is good stuff, isn't it? (laughs) It's good stuff. I'm a big fan. You know, there were two other scotches that I liked a great deal uh, that I tried at Whiskey Fest uh, year three. And it was the... There was a Nika coffee it was like coffee malt um meaning it was the the type of the grain uh, it was a japanese whiskey okay and generally i'm not very impressed with by japanese whiskeys um a lot of the japanese whiskeys are lack some of the richness and boldness that you get in a traditional scotch um but it was very rich it had, had that, a lot of those dark notes similar to what we're seeing here in the highland mm-hmm. park 
Um, and I, I like that a great deal. And then there was one called Campfire um, that I liked a great deal as well. And did, I, it, I did it feel like you were just sucking on a <laughs> there was there a was burnt ember? There was certainly a uh, a uh, campfire sort of Boy Scout feel to it. That sounds creepy. I'll be honest with you. You know, this scotch I was having really made me think of Boy Scouts. Well, you know, speaking of creepy, <laughs> our next song is uh, uh, a, a Glenn Campbell song. And you, you know, I, you, I usually don't think of creepy when I think of Glenn. Well, you and I have talked before about my abiding affection for Glenn Campbell. In fact, uh, you had done me the favor of uh, burning a copy of my favorite live performance of his uh, yes, a couple right. of years back. Um, I love Glenn Campbell. I grew up on Glenn Campbell. Glenn Campbell, you know, I, I, I know that he is not a... a uh, pedophile. <laughs> he is not a pedophile. However, I'm foreshadowing a little bit yeah, on this. He's not a pedophile. <laughs> However, here, the, the song that we're about to play is called Little Alter Boy. <laughs> and I, I, I am conflicted by this song because if you take oh. out our current... Uh, knowledge around uh you know altar boys um you know it, it's it's an interesting song it tells the story of, of of someone who is uh who feels separated from the church separated from his relationship with god and you know he's wanting someone innocent to pray on his behalf but on the other hand it is as creepy as it can possibly be in our current, you know, this song was sure. recorded like in 1968, 1969. Oh, yeah, yeah. And, you this know. This is Pope John Paul. Was this Pope John Paul or was this pre? Gosh, I, it may have been the first Pope John Paul, yeah. Okay. Um, but, you know, it is uh, it is, it is certainly a a, a pre-Vatican II song. <laughs> <laughs> um, and it is a, when you listen to it in our in our current context, it sounds like someone who's about to do something horrible to this little altar. Boy. Well, I cannot wait to listen to this. Can we spin this? Absolutely. Do it. Hit it. Hit uh, it, it now. Okay. While We're we hit. drink the iced Highland Park. Little altar boy, I wonder could you pray for me? Little altar boy, for I have gone astray. What must I do To be holy like you Little altar boy Oh, let me hear you pray Little altar boy Sinner, be strong. 
Mark, I think you're liking the Highland Park. Well, I do, but uh, not as much as I do little altar boy. <laughs> oh, man, that was out the nose. <laughs> you know, I, it's a sweet song. I mean, it, is it really is a song. sweet song. You know, when you think about the context in, in which it was recorded, absolutely a sweet song. And I love the story it tells. Yeah, yeah. But. <laughs> well, you know, it's all it's all perspective. Oh, absolutely. Whatever. So let's get back to this, uh, this scooch, as the you scooch. like to say. As you like to say. So... What I find interesting is, uh, and I don't know if it's done this to you, the water has really clouded. Yeah. No, yeah, it has. Which uh, which is not necessarily, I don't know that I've noticed that necessarily before, but um, it's so good. Yeah. No, I just spilled it all over myself. Yeah, no, it's fantastic. It's so good. It is so good. Um, I, I knew that you'd like this when I tried it. I was like, oh, Mark's going to dig this. It's so rich. It is, it brings over the best elements of the sherry. Mm-hmm. It makes it warm. You know, there's certainly still a burn to it, but uh, it tastes like a much older scotch than it is. Yeah, um, it's mellow in all the right places. Well, you know, and you know, you know, I like my caramely, mm-hmm. and it's got the caramely without, yeah. um, like what I call the the tongue sparkles. Yeah, you know, yeah. without that that bite yeah, on the tongue yeah, it's not burning you Mm-mm. yeah i mean there's there's well there's some burn but it's not uh it's not the young burn right. it's not the jack daniels burn mm-hmm. um so it you know it has just a really nice smoothness yeah. to it it's very pleasant and yeah yeah no i dig this i i when when i tasted it i you know i was like wow i gotta have that well let's just talk to people about how how much a, a bottle like this runs you? Seventy dollars. Okay. Yeah, it's not bad. I mean, when you, when you, in terms of you know, for my opinion, there's about two different uh, level. The, there are first two levels of scotch. Um, there's your thirty-five, forty dollar scotch. Your Texas blended whiskeys. Yeah. Yeah, ish, and, and, and I know like, we're talking whiskey scotch, right. but that's... yeah, but there there is you know you get a certain quality at about the forty dollar range, okay, and then it jumps up to about the seventy dollar range, sixty five, seventy dollars, okay. and I gotta tell you, this is a seventy dollar bottle of scotch, and I think it tastes like a hundred dollar bottle of scotch. Um, yeah, this is on par with some of my favorite whiskeys that are around eighty to a hundred dollars. Um, I really dig it. I, I, I think that, that Highland Park has really done a fantastic mm-hmm. thing with this. And, and help me remember, was it uh, Lafroy that did the quarter cask? Yes. Lefroy. Okay, so that by far has been overall my favorite. Yeah. Um, this rivals it. Mm-hmm. This is right up there with it. Yeah. Now, uh, cost-wise, how do they compare? How does oh, Highland Park... big go? difference. Uh, the Lafroy is around a $60 bottle. Okay. Um, and the Highland Park again is seventy dollars. Okay, well that's not too bad. Yeah. That's, but uh, they're right in that range. But they taste better than they are. Yeah, both yeah. of them I think better than their age range because yeah. you know the quarter cask again is rapid aged. This mm-hmm. is also rapid aged, and you're going to see more and more of this now that more people are drinking whiskey. More now that more people are drinking scotch. Mm-hmm. There's not enough old scotch to go around. Now, can you talk to me a little bit about the clientele difference that you noticed? Um, yeah. At the at the whiskey thing, is you know, that you know the the first year we went, it was a very the first ever. Yeah, the first ever 
uh, whiskey fest was very affluent, very eclectic. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, people were there in uh, suits and jackets. Uh, women were in sequined uh, gowns. I mean, it really? was a very uptown kind of thing. Wow, okay. Um, and where is this being held? In the first year, it was held at the uh, Addison Airport in one of their hangars. Oh, okay. and uh, it was it was a I mean it was a very uptown event. You know, you had the the bagpipe guy outside. Oh, that's cool. I mean, yeah. it was it was really a posh event. Um, I didn't go last year. Okay, so I can't I can't I can't describe that. But uh, and the reason why I didn't go last year is not because I didn't want to go, but there was like absolutely no notice. It was like they all of a sudden decided to do it, and I mean there was like three weeks oh. that I knew about it, and I was already booked. Right. Uh, for that weekend, so I couldn't go. But this year, uh, again, and, and I don't understand why they don't publish the date a little earlier, but it was maybe six weeks' notice. Right. Um, and, you know, coming into the fall and winter months, I think people are pretty well engaged. Yeah, You yeah. know? Um, if nothing else, just, I mean, you know, yeah. football and some yeah, things like I that. Mean, just There's just so much going on from October through yeah. December. I don't know why you wouldn't publish the date earlier on, because I think people want to go to this. Right. So this year, instead of it being out at the Addison Airport, it was at Fair Park and Centennial Hall, which okay. is a nice venue. Sure, sure. Um, I don't recall that the ticket prices were any different. Uh, ticket prices were $55 a person. Okay, and that's non-VIP. Correct. Right. VIP, I think, went, I want to say it was about $120. Okay. And it allowed you in a little bit earlier uh, right. and with a smaller group of people to, to sample. Um, and I think that probably paid off in the first year. Given the scotches that were available or the whiskeys that were available this year, I don't think you got your value. Okay. Um, I think I think that paid off in the first year, not so much in the yeah. third year. Um. But, you know, whereas in the first year, I mean, again, a very uptown, very posh event. A lot of, you know, people who, uh, I don't know, I hate to characterize it as upper crust. Sure. Um, But, uh, and I know this makes me sound rather elitist to say it, but it seemed a rather common event this year. Um, There were people in jeans and hoodies. Well, and and (laughs) your mention of hoodies, there was a lot of mention of hoodies. And you mentioned that and your wife who went with you yeah. as well mentioned that quite a bit. I was sad that I was not able to join you. Yeah, you know, I, uh, asked, I had a big I, event the next morning. I asked Brother Mark. I said, uh, "Hey, Whiskey Fest Year Three, let's do it." And he's like, "Well, I can't go." I, yeah, and and uh, I really, you know, had it been a one week later, mm-hmm. um, I would have been so on that train. Yeah. <laughs> and don't get me wrong, I enjoyed myself. Right. But it was not. It the wasn't event the same. Ex- it wasn't it, the same event. Well, and and it's a couple. Of it things sounds that like I, a couple of things that I characterize it as. Um, that I characterized the, the change in, there wasn't a major retailer involved. So like in the first year specs, you know, and we've talked about specs right. previously on this sure. podcast, um, was a sponsor, not a sponsor this year. In fact, I find it very interesting that specs had specs fest the same day. And oh, specs fest that was seems... something they did at their Fort Worth uh, shop on Brian Irvin. Okay. And they did sampling and all the same kind of things that you do at Whiskey Fest. Um, but it I, was at the. Yeah. And, yeah. and having no direct knowledge to this, but it sure does seem to me, as somebody sitting on the outside, that maybe there was a split between Whiskey Fest and Specs. And Specs was very much like, you know, hey, we're going to do our own thing. 
You know, because right. it does seem like they maybe that because you know I couldn't do both. <laughs> <You Well. know. laughs> physically, your yeah, liver physically, was I, like, I, yeah, no, I, man, yeah. I can't do both I right now. Do, I no can do both. <laughs> um, <laughs> your 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 liver is apparently from Croatia. That's right. <laughs> it sounds no like. can do both. No can do both. No can do both. But. Uh, Again, I enjoyed it, but it was not the same experience. Right. Um, and I, I'm questioning whether or not I'll go back. You know, really? It's, it's going to depend on... Well, the cost, because we do the, I do this with, uh, with beer fests yeah. as well. And, uh, you know, sometimes they work in the schedule, sometimes they don't. Right. Usually they're on Saturdays, which is great for most people. Right. Uh, I, yeah, uh, being a Sunday. sacred musician... Right. Um, work on Sunday. Sunday is a crappy morning to wake up with a hangover for me. <laughs> I mean, right. just saying. Right. Um, so I ch- I choose mine pretty wisely, and so you know it kind of has to hit certain sure. markers. But um, uh, you know, most of the beer fests boast the same beers. Yeah. Every single time. And I imagine something like a whiskey fest, like you're saying. Yeah. I mean, there can be some huge differences. When sure. you're seeing some 20, 30-year-old scotches oh, yeah. at one, and then 12 is the highest you can get at another. Yeah. I mean, that's, uh, you know, in beer speak, you know, that's like, you know, one one year we saw, you know, all these great breweries coming in, and the next year... It was natural light and Miller Genuine Draft. Menu, Miller Genuine Draft, <laughs> and uh, and maybe a few other things that were actually very interesting. Yeah. But um, no, I can see how that would curb a an appetite, and yeah. um, for the cost not to go down. Yeah, uh, when obviously the quality has that's yeah. that's disconcerting. Yeah. I uh, I don't because know, so. who's putting this on? I mean, who's the who's the primary? You know, I'm I'm not sure who the yeah, the the primary sponsor is CBS Radio. Mm-hmm. Um, so I'm, but I'm not sure who's driving it. I mean, mm-hmm. I don't know if it's the the whiskey distilleries, you know, some kind of conglomeration they have. But uh, you know, CBS in this market, you know, K Love, uh, the CBS Radio Network is supporting it. Mm-hmm. Um, and you know, it seemed to me that it was skewing to a younger audience. It was skewing to, uh, you know, folks who don't like whiskey. To yeah. be perfectly honest, yeah, you know, like I said, you know, the the, the, the there were a lot of things that uh, were not true scotches, mm-hmm. you know, uh, there were things that were not true whiskeys. There were a lot of infused liquors, um, and I found that distressing. Yeah, you know, and I'm not interested in drinking that stuff. I don't want to drink. Well, and 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 you didn't think. uh, I'm asking this question, I guess. Um, I mean, were there too few people attending that first year, or I mean, it was a packed event. Is it is it a is it simply that you know a sponsor like Specs, yeah, you know, have backed out and they simply couldn't afford. I don't know. You know, I don't know what the reason is to stock it because I mean that's that's kind of huge. But I'll say that, you know, when I got there, the oldest scotch that I saw, which was an 18-year, and I want to say it was a Macallan, um, was not available when I got there 30 Mm -hmm. minutes in. Um, And I saw pictures, because, you know, I followed them on on Instagram. Uh, I saw pictures on Instagram, and they showed the the beverages. I'm like, I sent them a note going, I don't think you have enough. And sure enough, they didn't. 
you know, right. I, there, there was there was uh, some stinginess, I would say, in terms right. of what was being poured. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, in my first year, you know, one of the things they have is a passport. You know, where right. they indicate it's kind of like when we went to Untapped. Yes, you know, and, yes, and, yes. And they'll they'll check, you know, because they want to make sure you don't get just sloppy drunk. And yeah, so they'll check how many you've you've had right. within the given hour. Um, in the first year, nobody checked it. Nobody. I mean, I had one person ask me about my passport. I'm like, what are you talking about? Because I was already pretty ripped. Right. And nobody had asked you. <laughs> nobody had asked me for my passport. Whereas uh, in this year, I probably about 50% of the, the distillers mm-hmm. asked me. And it really wasn't relevant to me because I was never going to drink enough. Because of what they had, I was never going to drink enough for it to, to be worthwhile. Right. Because... There was just not a whole lot I was interested in drinking. Mm-hmm. I don't want to drink the cinnamon whiskey, you know. I don't, Did they not, have that? Yeah, yeah. It wasn't something I was interested in. Wow. Um, I, I want. You know, we went over to a whole bank. We were over to Total Wine, which, by the way, Total Wine oh, uh, just opened up an Arlington store. Yeah. And if you're listening, we would love to sponsor or have you sponsor us <laughs> yeah. uh, just with uh, some things, fantastic. and we would uh, we would talk I, about you for quite some time. I bought this bottle of Highland Park at Total Wine. Yeah, well, all yeah. the beers that you had tonight were from, from Total, Total Wine. Wine. Yeah. Uh, yeah, down here in Arlington. Yeah. Uh, the fact that there are three exits up from me is frightening. Yeah, and uh, also a source of great joy. Yeah, no, I've spent <laughs> I've spent a ridiculous amount of money at Total Wine. Yeah, yeah. and well, their their selection has continued to be spot on yeah. and great. I went in there um, when they first opened, and I said, "I'm looking for a barley wine." Mm-hmm. Called not the Stoic, yeah. and uh, the guy was like, oh, "You know, it's a seasonal thing that they do. I don't think we're going to have any. We're just too new of a store. They have been well stocked in it. I bought several bottles uh, because it's an excellent barley wine. Yeah. Um, you know, they've had some things up at the front desk that uh, at one point it was limit one. Yeah. They have a Boulevard um, Bourbon Barrel Quad. Yeah. Uh, that they now have just put on the shelf." And they've got plenty of great job of of supplying yeah. to the demand. Well, and I gotta say, I I have been crafting a Manhattan recipe. Oh, I, I love Manhattans, really. And uh, okay, I was crafting a Manhattan recipe, and uh, I was looking for uh, two items. Uh, the bitter truths, aromatic bitters, mm-hmm. which they had. They've got tons of bitters. Yeah, I, they have a yeah. whole thing of bitters. Yeah, a wild selection of bitters, um, and they had the the bitter truth aromatic bitters, but they did not have the bitter truth uh, pimento dram, which is one of the elements I was looking for. Okay, and so I'm talking to their associate. Now, their associate. How do I not know that you like Manhattan? I love Manhattan. Okay. Anyway, go um, ahead with your story. And. And so uh, I'm talking to this woman, and, and you know she's she's a sales associate there. And I said, "Well, I'm really looking for the bitter truth, uh, uh, bitter truth uh, uh, pimento pimento dram." And she's like, "Well, we don't carry it." Um, she goes, "Tell me about it." And so I'm describing it to her, and she goes, "Okay, well, here's what we might have." And so she she's walking me through these different comparable selections. I mean, she probably spent ten minutes with me. Yeah, going through it, and so you know, it helped me select something that would work. And I tell you, 
I make a pretty righteous Manhattan. And this is a okay. Winter, so this is a winter. Next Manhattan. three beers in a scotch needs to have a Manhattan in. Okay, it. we can do that because this is a wintry Manhattan, so we need to record pretty quickly. Okay, uh, so it's appropriate to the season. Yeah, yeah. But it's got uh, not all our, our, our once every six months, but maybe <laughs> less right. than that. Yeah, yeah. This it's got a lot of ginger in it. Okay, uh, very uh, a lot a lot of spice to it. Okay. Love it. It's a, it's a fantastic wintry uh, uh, Manhattan. And, you know, as a, uh, I think it's an important note, my wife, who does not enjoy whiskey, mm-hmm. loves it. Okay. Loves it. Um, I started making it for her, and she's like, oh, this is good. Well, stuff. maybe we need to do uh, three beer cocktails. Three beer cocktails. Three beers and a cocktail. And a cocktail. Yeah. yeah. But, you know, there are beer cocktails as well. And uh-huh. there, there are some that I have found... Um, you know, you take a, uh, for example, I have homebrewed a uh, peanut butter beer, and uh, you put uh, about a half a shot of whiskey uh-huh. into your 12 ounce. Yeah. Holy smokes. That's good stuff. It's really, really yeah. tasty, and so it, it just sort of tamps it to the next level. Yeah. So, uh, yeah, um, maybe that's something to look forward to. I'm a big fan of the Manhattan. And I will publish my recipe on that. But on that, will website. you really? I will. I will. I will publish my recipe. This is my commitment to you, our listeners. Oh, we love our listeners. We love our listeners, and I will share. They my need recipe. to call the the Google phone. Don't you have a yeah nine seven two seven six three five nine zero three? That number once again nine seven two seven six three five nine zero three. And if we use your voicemail on the show, you'll win a coveted, valuable ideology of madness surprise. That's good. I like that. And uh, if you, if you want to call and leave a either a beer cocktail uh-huh. uh, or any other cocktail, probably if it's a beer cocktail, we'll use it more likely. Uh, do it. Do it. We would love to hear from We'd you. We'd love to hear from you. Yeah. yeah. We, we, love, we like to put people's voices on the air. That's right. You That's know, right. I have to say, Aaron, you know, I, I record these... Uh, how how far are we in? Six hours? I don't know how many hours. Uh, we record these podcasts, but I called in once, uh-huh. and you put uh, my voice on another podcast. Uh-huh. I loved it. I thought it was great. And so, even if you think you have a terrible voice, which uh-huh. I I I most certainly do, uh-huh. yeah. um, it, it's it's delightful to hear it. So I th- call in. Give that number one more time. 972-763-5903. And, and just leave something. Yeah. Because we'll we'll Play talk to you. Stick. Because, yeah. frankly, I'm lonely. What else are we going to do? <laughs> <laughs> well, Mark, you know, we're recording this uh, over the Thanksgiving holiday. And let me we just are. Tomorrow say, is Thanksgiving. Tomorrow is Thanksgiving as we're recording this. Yes. And I got to say, not only am I thankful for Highland Park. And the two Xmas Southern tier. <laughs> I am also thankful for you, Mark Pope. Oh, that is that is very kind. As as I am you, yeah, uh, or, my friend. Or as we would find you on Twitter at Beer and Food Nerd. Yes, so, Beer and Food Nerd, and uh, I I don't post as often as I as I'd like. But you know what? I get a couple more favorites. Who knows, Who knows how much I post? Crazy stuff. Crazy beer yeah. all the time. All the time. Yes. All the time. So. Excellent. Well, happy Thanksgiving and Merry Christmas. Merry we'll Christmas, see you in the new Aaron. Year. Here. Absolutely. Slancha. Slancha. <laughs> <laughs>